open, welcome to the Pride Room. The Pride Room is a virtual safe space for everyone where we generate discussion to raise awareness and innovate ideas to influence meaningful public discourse about the LGBTQIA community. Hi, my name is Asia Castellano, your host for today's episode. Have you ever wondered about what it's like to be a transgender person? Are you curious to see the world through their eyes? This week, we are celebrating Transgender Awareness Week. It's an opportunity to help raise the visibility of transgender and gender non-conforming people and address the issues the community faces. As trans people become more visible, we aim to increase understanding of our community among our friends, families, and society. That's why in this two-part episode, we're going to talk about the realities of being a transgender person. Today, we are zeroing on being a transgender woman. Listen with an open mind as our guests share the stories of truth, struggles, and hope. Joining us today are Ern, Staffi, Noriel, and Albion. Hi, girls! Hi, everyone! So, my name is Ern Brian Babano. I'm 21 years old and my pronouns are she, her. So, I'm a volunteer from Love Yourself and I'm also from the Mistress Global Philippines and I'm the top five finalists. So. Thank you. Hello, maayong gabi ka natong tanan. My name is Daffy Venice Cabajo, pronouns she and her. I'm from Love Yourself Cebu and Transcend Cebu. Hi, my name is Noriel Amgatan. I am from Miss Trans Global Philippines. I'm the first runner-up and also I am from Lakanbini Advocates Philippines. Hello everyone, I'm Alvian Rivalde. My pronouns are she and they. And I am the current Miss Trans Global Philippines 2021. And aside from being a pageant queen, I am also a student leader and the newly elected uh, student, Central Student Council President of the Polytechnic University of the Philippines. Ayan, thank you again for joining us and um, honoring your presence today. So I guess we can move on now to the bigger chunks of our discussion. Um, as I've mentioned, today we're going to be really understanding what it means to be a transgender woman. So I guess I can throw the first question to Miss Steffi. What does it mean to be a transgender? Again, you can answer this technical definition or your personal definition you know of what it means to be a transgender yeah so um let's start with the technical definition so transgender is if you're if you are uh, your sex assigned at birth is different from when you grow up okay so that's you know the gist of the meaning but for me being transgender is you know your innate feeling about yourself so how you look at yourself. So for us, trans women, we look at ourselves as women, as ladies, as girls. So that for me is being transgender. I would like to add with the transgender because I feel like when we talk about transgender, we always, especially when we are you know, trans women, we always focus on trans women and trans men, but uh, we, we get to um, forget about or uh, seemingly forget about uh, the the vast um, umbrella that there is with being transgender it also um well cradles our non-binary uh, gender fluid siblings who do not uh, conform to what is being said on their gender identity based on their assigned sex so they go beyond their assigned sex and uh, that shows how we are 
how we are vast and different and how we are beautiful in that diversity uh, with being transgender alone. And for me as well, being transgender is to put a big hole in the cis-heteronormative system. And because I believe that our existence alone as trans people is already revolutionary because when they look at us, they get to question the very system itself, the very system that is flawed because um, we exist, we are natural, and it is questionable for the system to, ex- to exclude us when we have been existing long ago and we still exist now and we will exist in the future. That's really uh, a really great point that you've mentioned about uh, trans identities are not limited to the binary system of being a man and a woman. We also need to reaffirm that non-binary people exist and that they are still part of the um, transgender umbrella. So thank you for that. Uh, and I guess uh, in line with that, I would ask Miss Albion a question. How do you differentiate sexual orientation and gender identity? To simply articulate it for our siblings out there who are watching this video, um, I will just explain to them that uh, sexual orientation is simply the way we feel or sexually towards other people. So sexual orientation is how we are being attracted to other people sexually. And gender identity differs to it in a way that um, gender identity is our sense of self, how we identify ourselves um, as as we grow to know more about it. And they are not um, interdependent to each other. So when we talk about SOGI, um, with not just sexual orientation but gen- and gender identity, but as well as expression, hindi sila interdependent. It's not automatic that, that when you are uh, when you are um, identifying as this gender identity, for example, as a trans woman, we are the society expects us to be hyper feminine, but uh, or the, ex- the society also expects us in correlation to sexual orientation to only like men you know that also pers- that is also a manifestation of how cis heteronormative system still persists because as women they expect us to to like men but in the sense that our sexual orientation and gender identity are not interdependent we can be whatever gender identity that there is we can be transgender women transgender men or non-binary etc and still be whatever sexual orientation that there is in the spectrum. For example, um, I would not go far. I, Me as a trans woman, I identify myself as pansexual. So it's not automatic that when I am identifying as a trans woman, I would only like men as expected by the normative system. But uh, they are uh, not uh, the same in a sense that they are, inter- they are not interdependent and I can like everyone, anyone, regardless of their SOGSC, even though I am a trans woman or whatever gender identity that I possess. That's, again, a good point that you've mentioned and echoed really that uh, the SOGSC or your sexual orientation, gender identity, expression are not interdependent but they are certainly interconnected in some ways then. As you've mentioned, trans identities aren't just, uh, sh- shouldn't be in the binary box. Again, as 
uh, as a trans woman, I can be attracted emotionally, sexually, physically to a fellow female or a, a fellow woman, and I can be a lesbian as well. So those are the things. Those are those exist essentially. Anybody else who would like to add to that? So I just want to add on something. Um, I thank you for that very comprehensive explanation, Albion, about the difference. But I just want to highlight how we view these two things in our community. It's because we have been generalizing these concepts. Like, for example, I myself walking in the streets when they call me gay, even though that I myself, I identify myself as a trans woman, they would immediately think that I'm attracted to male. But in fact, in every trans woman out there, we have different um, attractions. And that is why like, we, got, we want to go back to the real definition of this too. Like going back to the gender identity, like once intermist concept of us being male, female, or in between. Because for gender identity, it may be I identify myself as a trans woman, but I don't conform to what is male and female because I'm in between. But it doesn't really mean that I'm going to be attracted to a male or female because I can be attracted to both. Kaya nga dapat i-highlight natin na we should not box those people like transgender people on who they're attracted with because like sexual orientation can change through time. It's fluid. And it doesn't mean that right now you're attracted to male or a man, that it will stay the same forever. Because through time, through experiences, through shared experiences with other people, we can learn from that and we can change the way we view people and the way we are attracted to people. So yun lang. Just to put things in a simpler way for our viewers. So sexual orientation is kanino tayo na-attract. Who, who we are attracted to or who we're going to bed with. Our gender identity is kung paano natin tinitingnan ang sarili natin. Paano natin kinikilala ang sarili natin. How we identify ourselves. When Ern, as well as has raised it, I realized something na important then when we have this question is to differentiate uh, it, what it is to be, a, for example, um, persisting sa Philippines yung, yung pagkocorrelate sa transgender women into gay men and i think it is important with having this question na raise natin yung discernment between so uh, sexual orientation and gender identity because as we've uh, raised nga um sexual orientation is how we feel towards another person but our gender identity is our sense of self so magkaiba yung yung gay man sa transgender woman in a sense na um a gay man, yung, uh, yung kanyang sexual orientation is uh, um, being homosexual and his gender identity is being a man. While a transgender woman has the gender identity of a woman, of a transgender woman and can have, can, what, can have whatever sexual orientation that she desires or she um, feels towards another person. So I think that is also one important aspect to raise when we talk about these questions. And uh, thank you for bringing that up, no? Kasi nga, uh, for the longest time, bakla, sobrang generalized na yung term na yun. And even me naman growing up, parang yun din yung pinakaunang word na, na tutunan ko. And maganda na, and I ko natin na 
um, magkaiba yung meaning niya talaga and that bakla doesn't necessarily or it, it doesn't uh, correlate to one's gender identity and uh, ito din siguro uh, pwede din siguro nating erase na if someone says that there are bakla kasi usually there are still other people na uh, so, sobrang conflated, sobrang overwhelmed sa concepts ng SOGS6 na they are actually comfortable being called bakla din. So, hindi naman natin siya discredit and hindi natin siya sinasabi na hala girl, mali yan, trans ka. Kasi, again, these things would come from themselves and they would tell to other people who they are and what they want to be referred to as. So, in respect din natin yon. Ayun, thank you again for everybody for your insights. I guess we can now move on to the other question. Anybody can answer this. Uh, how does someone know that they are transgender? And with your consent, I can also ask if you would wish to share your coming out story. How does someone know that they are transgender? You just know. I, this is basing on my experience, okay? I will not be talking about um, how others uh, would know. But for me, I just felt like I'm different. Like, I guess uh, I was like um, a toddler, I guess, when playing with toys, the, to- the choice of toys that I'd like to play with. Like, I don't like... Um, before, my aunt uh, always she works in Japan that, that she was working in Japan that time and whenever she comes home she brings matchbox you know that toy cars but I don't want to play with them because I like paper dolls I like um, dolls Barbie dolls and all that I have a cousin and then I usually steal <laughs> her Barbie dolls be- to play with them because of course you know my aunt my grandmother is you know watching over me and i they don't want me to play with dolls so i secretly steal the barbie dolls and play alone in my room and from that moment on i knew that i'm different i knew that i was born of course kasi bata pa tayo hindi pa natin alam and we during our time we didn't know the word transgender or we don't know the concept of transgenderism because we didn't have anyone to look up to or any role model or we didn't see anyone who is the same. Kasi nga, bakla lang yun dati. There was no transgender. But then as time, you know, as we grow up, as we matured, and then we learn about these things, and then we, we saw people that are the same. So we can, we, I kind of uh, said to myself, yeah, that's me. I'm a transgender. I'm a trans woman. So again, how would you know? You just know. Anybody who would want to share their story of, or answer the question? As Miss Steffi said, you just know. Being a transgender, as I have said earlier, is a deep sense of self. So it's not a certain instance wherein we will going. We are going. We are provided by a crossroad of choices wherein we can choose. It's our. It's a way of affirming what our heart tells us. So, eto kami eh. So. Nag-affirm kami sa kung ano yung, kung ano yung nilalaman ng puso namin. And for my coming out story, actually, I, I just recently came out as a trans woman. Miss Trans Global Philippines was actually a platform for me to be recognized in my family as a trans woman. Before, even though mahaba na yung buhok ko, I do make up. I really do not come out kasi hindi ako nagsasabi na, ma, I'm a gay. Even though nung nag I'm a, I was a gay man. I'm a gay, ganyan. And as well as 
I'm a trans woman. So I secretly also transitioned. So hindi ko kasi talaga sinasabi. Ayun, I and my bed at Miss Trans Global Philippines was the turning point for my parents to really see that ay ito talaga si si Gigo. Gigo is my nickname kasi. So ito talaga siya. So ayun, napayagan na ako magsuot ng mga damit na pambabae, mag-ice mismo na pambabae and yung yung journey ko sa pagka-transition din na legal na sa family ko. So ayun, I was really lucky to be to be able to to have a supportive family and it's a privilege for me yeah that's very happy news and i'm glad that you used miss trans global then as a platform so i love that for you uh anybody else okay so before sharing my own story i just want to highlight the terminologies that we use so i think that it's so important that we trans women continuously educate ourselves so i think for the question about um how does someone know they are transgender that's when the term incongruence Um, enters because incongruence is you know like the feeling of like it's not right like your body does not align to how you feel inside so i just want to differentiate gender incongruence and gender dysphoria kasi alam naman natin na all transgender people doesn't have the psychological distress that's what we call gender dysphoria right um we need to understand that um as a transgender women or transgender men as transgender individuals um we were there even though that hindi pa natin alam na meron tayong mga terms like that na dapat ganun yung pag-identify sa ating selves but that incongruence already existed from the moment we felt that it's not right kaya nga sa akin yung mga major experiences ko i think that i've already known who i really am just like what Steffi said you already know that but you know hindi mo kasi alam kung ano yung mga terms but for me based on my personal experience i think that what really helped me determine my gender identity acknowledge my gender identity as a transgender woman is my environment when i went to college in up Um, I was introduced to a subject which is all about sex and gender. And then at that time, I was also introduced to a topic all about gender bread. So it basically explains SOJSC in general, very formal yung pag-introduce that time. And then I was like enlightened because, you know, when you have formal education, when you have people around you that constantly educate you about these things, it will really help. Kaya... I myself, as a transgender woman, when I was able to come out, I think that it's so important that you have to use that come out as an opportunity, as a responsibility to also share, to also educate other people out there, especially those younger people. Because alam naman natin na we have a lot of issue with um, things like transgender women, like. Panami kasi napapressure na, ah, gusto ko lang maging transgender woman kasi parang gusto kong maging maganda. But they don't know what it's what's behind being a transgender woman. Kaya, kung ngayon, I just want to let everyone know, if you have come out, if you had the privilege to to show yourself as who you are, then use that to also educate others and inspire them about the truth, about the real meaning of what is it to be a transgender individuals. Hey, thank you for that. And lastly, go Miss Albion. 
really speak for everyone on how do we know that we are a transgender. Because nung uh, experience ko, I actually came out nung 2019 lang. I don't, I don't know what uh, transgender actually means on the years earlier to that, or I, I still have to learn soji. Um, nang paulit-ulit bago ko ma-affirm sa sarili ko na that that's the label that uh, that uh, that actually uh, um, resonates with me. Kasi ayon, I think to, for me personally, nakatulong yung education. And nakakalungkot na yung education na ito ay initiated pa ng mga advocates, ng mga organizations, pero hindi siya institutionalized. So, what about, so parang may, may sense of privilege din sa akin na I got to meet these advocates. But what about those who are not being reached by these advocates? Well, di mo rin masisisi yung advocates kasi uh, they also would like to help and di ilan lang din naman tayo. But alam mo yon, we continue to grow but It should be the accountability of the government, of the system, to provide us an education that is inclusive and is liberating. Because that is what true education should entail. And dapat meron tayong comprehensive, in that sense, dapat meron tayong comprehensive na education, uh, na sexual education, including SOGSC, so that we get to know ourselves more and we don't get to navigate through through unnecessary and dangerous paths because that is what happened to me as well only to know more of ourselves alam mo yun um, you get to to seek for for your identity kasi parang um, the status quo makes you feel like mali na na nag-exist ka yung alam ko lang kasi dati is I'm not straight And but I'm not sure where I where I belong in the vast uh, spectrum that there is in the community. I know, although of course we belong in the in that community. Um, hindi ako walang hindi ko alam kung saan ako nagpaparticularize, and and that causes I know that causes somehow uh, an existential dread on my part. And kung nararanasan ko yun, for sure nararanasan din siya ng ng iba ano and ang scary kasi hindi naman lahat ay nakaka nagkakaroon ng access to this education to SOGS so ayun um siguro this is also a call for the government to pass SOGS as well and to have a comprehensive um take on education with regards to sexuality to and to SOGS to be included in that curriculum I love the proactivity kasi nga alam naman natin na we know that these experiences exist and have existed before. These terms, yung mga terms uh, under SOGSE have uh, I are you concepts no yun ay nandoon na noong una unang una pa pero ngayon lang natin siya over time na realize na oh this is what it is, this is what it means. So again maganda din nabanggit ni Alpia na a SOGSE education is really a privilege and I wish and we all hope that um, so there's a systematic uh, parang action for everyone to have access to these. Kasi nga, kumiski uh, ako, hindi ko din, parang ito yung mga experiences that we all share that we didn't know 
who and what we are by technical definition before. Parang sabi ko, oh nga, parang hindi eh. Hindi naman ako lalak. So, I don't know. Parang yun na yung, doon pumasok yung privilege. Ah, yung um, identity parang crisis na, wait, where do I belong? And am I normal? Kaya, itong, itong initiatives natin na to, I should be taken seriously and sana, uh, if you're a teacher and if you, kahit sa, kahit preschool or like, um, grade school, high school teacher ka na nakikinig ngayon, maybe use this, uh, use your platform in your way to somehow echo the, kahit yung basic information lang of what it really means, basic information, information lang ng Soji SC. Ayan, tuturo mo sa mga bata in your own ways. Alam ko, kung di ako nagkakamali, parang sa mga sa K-12 program, parang meron silang mga curriculum na parang understanding the self. Hindi ko, hindi ko yun sure, pero parang meron ganun. Sana ma-include yun sa mga discussions nyo. So, ayun. Thank you so much for that. Now, we can move on to this other question. Medyo na-touch to ni Earn kanina regarding the difference between parang gender incongruence at saka gender dysphoria. Ngayon, let's take, um, let's take a more deep understanding at what it, and on what it really means. So, what does gender transition mean and look like for a trans woman? So yeah, so uh, what does gender transition mean and look like for a trans woman? So for me, transitioning is actually also subjective. Parang knowing that what transgender is, it's also subjective because not everybody can transition medically because one, cost, diba? Mahal ang gender affirming hormones. Two, walang access to um, health providers. Though, karamihan ng mga ginagawa natin ngayon is um, self, ano lang, self-medication, but still, mahal pa din. Um, so, not all trans people can transition. But it doesn't mean that they are not transgender. So, ako, guilty ako nito, no? And I guess, most of us are guilty about, you know, um, laughing at other trans women or trans individuals who are not feminine looking, especially sa atin mga transgender women, lalo na pag, you know, ayan na, na as, nag-groupings, groupings na, tapos may makita na parang transgender na hindi soft, hindi feminine, ayan, we, we joke around. I'm guilty about this, but I am aware that it's wrong and I'm stopping it and I'm educating people about being transgender and how uh, transitioning. Because again, not everybody has access to these information of how to transition properly and can afford to buy uh, gender-affirming hormones. So yun, again, subjective and it's on your own pace. Hindi naman siya race, hindi siya karera kung sinong pinaka-fresh, pinaka-soft, pinaka-feminine. But it, it, you should take it on your own time, uh, on your own pace, kung ano lang yung kaya. Huwag natin i-push. Thank you for that. And in some ways, katulad din ng coming out, gender transition, whether it is legal or medical, is still somehow a privilege and i love that na mentioned din ni Ms. Tafina merong community bias within that na pag si Chanel ya hindi masyado lutu-lutu talaga but then i love that Ms. Tafi is being proactive on addressing that issue um, okay so regarding with the question i just want to share my personal experience lang din because i think that 
I formally come out to myself when I it was way back 2018. So for me, a gender transition is should start to, from your like you know um, socially transition union. Um, I think it's so important to somehow know the people around you. Um, learn yourself. It's just a matter of self-discovery because you know what? It it really took years for me to fo formally start my medical transition. That's why it's so important for people to know that when you transition, you don't have to rush. Kaya nang sabi ni, kagaya nang sinabi ni Ms. Tafina, it's not a race. You have to fully understand yourself. You really have to fully answer your questions about who you really are, what you really want, and who you're really attracted to. Kasi, minsan, um, um, we're too pressured by the society we're in. Kagaya ng mga TikToks na meron tayo today, na medyo na-pressure tayo kasi, hello, ang gaganda nila, ang sasaf, ang refresh. And then, because of that pressure, we also wanted to transition, not knowing that it's not for ourselves. Kaya, I, for myself, my suggestion, I mean, my, my advice, to those um, younger transgender people out there or those people na hindi pa out that are still in the closet, you know what? It takes time. And when you fully learn yourself and you're at the point that you can fully decide na, yes, ito yung gagawin ko, ito yung tapa para sa sarili ko, then you will be fully fulfilled by the decision that you make. Hindi yung nagde-decision ka over something na pressure ka. Kasi at the end of the day, it should be our selves that fully know our um fully know what we really want for ourselves para hindi tayo magre-regret kasi alam naman natin na minsan may mga decisions tayo in life na hindi tayo siguro kaya yun lang for me as a gender transition first and foremost talaga socially transition and then you know take time for yourself to know to how to safe safely transition to medicines kasi Kaya, kaya yung sinabi ko yung mga experiences ko before, like, na-pressure din ako minsan. Kaya I really learned, dapat pagkaroon tayo ng education to look for the better um, hormones for ourselves to make sure that um, our road to beauty is also ensuring our health and safety. Thank you for that. And gusto ko lang din sabihin na uh, parang medyo parang related to sinabi ni Ms. Erna. Uh, gender transition then we have to remember na wala siyang guide. Wala siyang, there's no book to follow. Step one, you do this. Step two, you do this. Para maging complete trans person ka. No, really, again, it's on your own terms and how you think is right for you. And uh, na-mentioned din kanina ni Ms. Erna yung na-pressure tayo. I think ito dito pumapasok yung konsepto ng passing or being passable as a trans person. Kaya, nape-pressure sila na, sige, more more hormones tayo, more more lutulutuan. Kaya, uh, importante na isipin natin yung health natin when it comes to transitioning. Uh, again, if you think it's right for you, if you think it's safe, go ahead and don't be pressured but by what society means or what society is telling you that uh, as a trans woman, you should have like thin arms, very 
1000 DD size tets. No, again, what time of pressure doon kasi uh, as a trans woman you don't have to follow these standards that are set by society so high that it's so unreachable na minsan ito din yung ginagamit against us kasi sinasabi na ay yung mga trans people na yan they try so hard to look like a cisgender woman which in fact is really not the the truth and the realities. To me, gender transition is a means for us to to affirm our to further affirm our gender identity, not just ourselves but to the people around us as well. Kung kayat, when I look at uh, gender transitioning, I always see it na dalawang aspect yung umapekto sa kanya, internal and external, health and environment. They always go hand in hand. Hindi mo masaseparate yung health sa environment kasi yung environment din yung umapekto sa kung paano tumatakbo yung health natin. For example, sa pandemic, it is the external factors that can help us catch the that can make us catch the virus diba so kung meron tayong um, health response dapat meron din sa environmental response so in that sense i believe that a lot that our our internal transition or health tra- uh, transition or therapy is heavily affected by the environment as well So I think mal- malaki din na aspeto na ma-address natin yung kung paano um kung paano dapat nagta-transition along with us yung environment, yung society. Kasi for kung mag-uusap tayo for example ng therapy, when we have therapy for example like gender affirming hormone hormonal therapy or with whatever therapy there is, hindi siya sa tao lang, hindi siya sa nagte-therapy lang, kundi kasama yung mga tao sa paligid niya. So in that sense, I think may shared accountability yung ating environment sa pagre-recognize sa sa affirmation ng ating gender identity and i don't think we will be feeling bad about our bodies about our softness or how we sort of pass in the society if the society itself has also transitioned socially into seeing that womanhood or a gender identity is not a cage or boxed into a certain expression or or yeah expression only hi so i just want to conclude what they have said first first things first is subject subjective transitioning is subjective also what has albian said it is systematically but i also just want to point out that there is beauty in transition whether we undergo medically or socially it is It is our, it is our moment that we choose to decide to break through the systematic barriers that confines us on what should be, what should a transgender be, whether by looks, by actions. It is our way of, of going through against it, and just by, and proving na, eto tayo. This is. Who we are, and regardless of our physical appearance, regardless of how we look, we are valid as a transgender woman, and that there is beauty in trans. To summarize it into a more uh, easier way to comprehend, we can't be pressured as trans people. We can't be pressured to be accepted. Heteronormative. Sabi ko pa simple hinta sa heteronormative, <laughs> hetero heteronormative na ideologies that are the concepts of being a man and or a woman. So with that, 
mas connected yung other question natin. To you personally, what is your definition of a woman? As the ano, most experience, ayan, most experience ha, hindi oldest. Charat. As the most experience in the uh, group. So for me, um what's funny is parang last week I was watching mga TED Ed videos. And then I saw a video about Simone de Beauvoir. So isang um um so I, what I think I guess woman na philosopher or something. She wrote a book about womanhood. She said that you are not born but become woman. So yun yung parang tumatak sa akin na parang um your chromosomes or the thing between your legs does not dictate of your womanhood but you become woman through your experience through your feelings uh, and for me parang yun yung parang hi yun true na pahay ka na lang no oh yung parang it Uh-oh. validated me Now, I am a woman because of my experience, because of who I am, but not because of my chromosomes, my DNA, my body structure. Girl, sorry. We have, I know, we have backup. Now we are woman. Parang ganon. Oo, true. And maganda din yung nabanggit mo na um, parang a person is born a male, female, or intersex, but grow into girls and boys, or in between, mm-hmm. and become man, woman, and or True. non-binary. Uh, ito din, information na to sa discussion namin during Intersex Awareness Week na nabanggit ng isang speaker na everybody is born, everybody is born female at first. Tasakalan dumadadag yung mga uh, testosterone, chromosomes, and Hormones. True. Everybody is a woman. Period. So, ano jan ha? I go, Miss Albion. You're gonna add something. To me, um, womanhood is well. Of course, we are living in the status quo. Womanhood is heavily influenced by our patriarchal concept to, you know, to being a woman. And in that sense, there is a certain pedestal na. Uh, na meron sa kalalakihan and sineset nila yung kababaihan into a certain mold and um, minsan when we when we come out as trans women uh, the environment also expects us to be in that mold still but I believe that we are here affirming our womanhood as trans women not to be boxed further by that marginalization but to liberate womanhood itself and gender in general and for me womanhood is not just um defined by what's in between our legs and so high ako sa sinabi ni miss tefina what is in our chromosomes as well or what we are uh, let's say in the whole biological aspect or our roles dictated by the status quo kung, kung kaya nating mag maghapag ng pagkain sa lamesa magbigay ng ilaw sa pamilya maging lively maging compassionate maging soft because we can be whatever we want to be as women we can be tough we can be uh, the bakod ng bahay and not just the light as well we can be both That is the power that there is in women. And living in the status quo, I think what marks womanhood is our capability 
to raise a discourse and the table of to raise a point to raise a huge or to take up space in that table of discourse against patriarchy because through that we can see that we have these experiences denominating experiences as women and that is authentic of us that shows so much of our authenticity and how we are valid as women okay so for me lang um i want to go back to that one question asked by my friend kasi sinabi niya sa akin na what can you say about the question that was asked by miss universe 1994 sushmita said what's the essence of a woman and her answer is to be able to bear a child right i think it's a very famous line of hers so As a trans woman daw, ano da yung take ko doon? So of course, um, I myself, when I identified myself as a woman, I truly understand that being a woman is more than what the society has labeled us to be, especially on those stereotypical gender roles. Kaya, hinahighlight ko talaga sa mga friends ko na um, when you are a woman, you are more than what the society has has been labeling you you can be able to achieve what you want just like what albi had highlighted na hindi lang ganon na yung mga babae ay magbe-bear ng child tagapaganak or whatever it is yung maging partner at the house yung wala kang magagawa kasi through time we have been um we 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 see how we change on the perspective towards women and that includes us kaya dapat i-highlight din natin na yung womanhood natin should not be boxed to what other people would say we in ourselves should empower to our sisters ourselves to really live to what we define ourselves as a woman maganda yun no banggit niya na bearing a child no yun ay isa sa mga expected or yun sa isang assigned sa woman na biological role nila to bear child to breastfeed but where in fact not every woman female specifically can bear a child not every female can even menstruate so ayun yung kapag sinasabi yung ginagamit sa atin ng mga cis people na eh, hindi ka naman pwedeng manganak wala ka namang sex organs sa pangbabae eh, hindi nila lahat ng babae lahat ng female or female assigned sex at birth ay kaya mabuntis or kaya magbreastfeed not everybody is capable of that kaya importante na Okay, yung uh, as women, we should stray away from those expectations. Because, ah, uh, kung ang isang female ay hindi kaya maganak, hindi kaya hindi nagmemenstruate, hindi kaya magbreastfeed, they are not less of a woman that they are. So ayon. Go, Miss Nuriel. Do you want lad, to add up to that? So, ayon lang. Um, based from my experience, kanina lang to. We had a quest. Uh, sa Life and Works of Rizal and yung quiz namin we were assigned to make a poem na in response to the writings of Rizal and what I chose of is his writing yung yung letter to the young woman of Malolos and he meron siyang mga 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 standards like yung mga woman dapat uh, alam ko paano pumili ng mga lalaki ganyan ganyan and what I wrote in my poem is that sabi ko Walang mukha ang kababaihan. Kasi, ito, hindi nauukit ng lipunan ang katiyakan sa aming mga karanasan. Sabi ko pa rito na, na walang, walang, walang iisang mukha ang kababaihan dahil kami ay higit sa dinidikta ng lipunan. May iba-ibang pangalan, 
kaanyuan at pinaniniwalaan. Hindi kami daga na naghahanap ng piitang masusuotan at magagalawan. Kami ang gagawa ng espasyo kung saan matapang at malaya at matatag naming bubuwagin ang pamantayan na nagkukulong sa kababaihan sa apat na sulok ng tahan. Ay nako, ayoko na. Mag-leave na ako dito. Pwede mag-leave na ako. Steffi, let's go. Alika na nga. Ang, ang ganda. Ang ganda nung point niya and I love the way na sinulat niya into words. Na there's no one face o walang isang mukha to become a woman. Ito din, parang pumapasok dito na ang isang Miss, yung society expectations ng isang Miss Universe ay maganda, straight, ay may, may dapat ang sexual orientation niya ay nagkakagusto din sa kapwa lalaki. Di ba nga, recently, um, Bea, first openly lesbian Miss Universe Philippines. So parang, yung mga comment sections, and I know some of you may have read it na, hala, ba't hindi natural woman? Hala, Emeka, <laughs> parang hindi lagi natural woman yon. Only again, dito bumabalik na naman tayo sa distinction between gender identity at saka yung sexual orientation. Pero ayun, thank you for all that wonderful um, insights that you've shared. One of the last questions here is what kind of hardships do trans women face? Again, medyo na-touch natin yung ibang cha- regarding gender transitioning, challenges uh, uh, us versus the system, uh, challenges sa mga for the lack of a better term, ignoranting people. <laughs> Pero ayon. So what else, or personally, what are some of the hardships uh, do trans women face? Okay, so I want to go deeper with this question because I highlighted during my Miss Trans Global Advocacy, I was talking about trans in science. So I myself, as a scientist, um, aspiring scientist in the future, meron tayong problems kasi when it comes to representation and you know it's kind of challenging for me to think na maybe in the future baka hindi ako matanggap sa workplace just because of how I identify myself and that really goes to the idea na hindi pa talaga natin strengthen ang ating soji bill when it comes to protecting our transgender people when it comes to employment kaya alam naman natin na maybe there are a lot of Um, employers out there that are really open with um, hiring those people but gusto natin umabot sa point na kung saan hindi na tayo takot hindi na tayo um, magdadalawang isip na mag-a-apply sa ganitong company ganitong work because of how we identify ourselves that is why I myself as an aspiring food scientist in the future gusto kong i-break yung barriers na hindi walang scientist na trans I want to be part of that change. I want to be part of that representation. Kasi when we have first, of course, alam nating malayo pa talaga yung lalakbay natin when it comes to um, yung pag-recognize ng ating laws when it comes to our protection. But I want to start first with that representation because when you have that representation that you can show to everyone, especially your community, they will be also empowered. At gusto ko i-highlight yung ability natin as leaders na gusto natin ma-inspire yung mga um, communities out there, especially when it comes to my advocacy. Gusto kong bumalik sa mga schools by simply having gender sensitivity trainings. Yun ay malag- malaking factor towards um, teaching our te- um, I mean teaching our students how to formally deal with um, individuals that identify as queer. 
hindi lang as transgender individuals. Kasi alam naman natin na major factor talaga yon sa pag-aaral natin. Kung walang kung meron tayong environment na hindi nagsasupport sa atin, kung meron tayong mga classmates na nagbubuli sa atin, yun ay major determining factor kung magpo-continue tayo. Kung hindi na kayo makapag-aral, paano tayo makakapag-achieve ng career, ng professional career na gusto natin i-apply sa ating selves. Gusto ko at the future that um, in this kind of hardship that I'm, that I'm talking about when it comes to employment na um, all transgender kids, yung mga students out there na ipagpatuloy yung laban natin na even though that we are having the hardships at schools na ginajudge tayo ng classmates especially the worst yung mga teachers dapat i-educate natin sila we should always be respectful kahit na hindi respectful yung environment sa atin because when we try to fight when we have that visibility in the future na hala may nakikita akong engineer na trans hala may nakikita akong doctor na trans they will be inspired to be like them diba and it's just amazing because if we have those people on those positions they can be also a guiding light for everyone to be able to become their fullest potentials Yeah, ang ganda ng advocacy ni Ms. Erno na talagang na-highlight din niya na there are a lot of issues regarding employment, specifically for trans people. And ako, part ako ng isang parang transgender health support group na sa Facebook. Hindi ko alam kung may iba kayong part. Yung, ay, part ka ba nun, sis, Noriel? Si Ms. J, yung parang group ata. Yeah, hinart mo nga yung comment ko. Ay, talaga ba? Kalimutan <laughs> ko na. Pero ayun, minsan kasi nagpo-post sila sa groups na yun. Ano, hala mga sis, like, sa office ko ngayon, pinakilangan, pinapakat yung hair ko kung hindi tatanggalin nila ako sa trabaho. Yun yung mga issues na kailangan nating ma-address. At maganda din na nabanggit ni Miss Earn kanina na representation really does matter. And we are hoping in the near future, Miss Earn, na makita ka namin as a full trans scientist to inspire other young trans kids who may be aspiring to be a scientist in the future. And representation really matters kasi parang pag nakikita mo yung sarili mo na ah, tra- a trans person na sabi natin si Universe. Haba, sabi natin si Miss Cataluna. Miss Nevada siya. Ngayon na parang ah shit, posible pala yun para sa isang taong katulad ko. Or halimbawa yung kapatid ko, my sister is from New York. She is a model there. And then she has done a lot of major campaigns. One of which is siya yung pinakaunang trans Uh, face ng Maybelline and then another one is may isa siyang malaking billboard sa Los Angeles with Mark Jacobs. So sabi ko, shit, kapatid ko yun na chance na hala, pwede pala yun para sa akin na I am and I'm allowed to dream that big because it is attainable. Again, it's a work in progress para sa lahat, para sa ating lahat and I hope we get there and we will get there. So ayun, Gomez um sige na, go na Miss Steffi. Gusto na ikaw, ikaw na. <laughs> well, actually, um, this is based on my experience. So I I took up nursing, and then back then, so putol talaga yung hair girl. So dapat yung hair hindi magtouch sa um, eyebrows and at the tip of the ear. So imagine my haircut back then, and then struggle yun for four years, and then of course I overcame that struggle kasi nga kaya nga naman mag-aral though nag I was already uh, undergoing ger- um 
gender affirming hormones that time. Pero short hair, ayan, basic cut si girl. And then after passing nursing and then um became a licensed nurse. Kung mag-apply ka naman sa hospital, the same girl, akala mo yung struggle na putol ng hair, wearing men's uniform is tapos na because you're out of college. Pero pag-apply ko sa mga hospitals, yun pa din. Kasi hindi tinatanggap. And there were, I guess, one out of ten trans nurses or maybe one out of one hundred na trans nurses ang inaalaw na mag-long hair and mag-women's uh, uniform. Wala naman akong pakialam sa uniform, no? Kasi kahit mag-men's uniform ka, basta long hair ka, mukha ka pa girl. So, but wala pa din. Cut, you need to cut your hair and all that. So, that was actually the reason why I left um, my, you know, my first um, career, which is being a nurse, and then I ventured to the BPO, which is more welcoming to people like us. Then, dun na lang ako nag-build ng career. And luckily, I'm ready where I am right now as a successful corporate girl. <laughs> because, you know, as trans women, kahit saan tayo ilalagay, I think we really strive to become the best. I guess that's also one. Um, isa din yung parang defense mechanism natin eh. So that we cannot be bullied. We cannot be put down. Because that kaya we need to strive hard. Doble yung effort natin, girls. Diba? Aminin. Aminin nyo. Diba? Para hindi tayo mabuli sa school. Dapat mag-excel tayo academically. Dapat maging teacher's pet tayo. Para hindi tayo mabuli ng mga classmates or schoolmates natin. But I guess there's, you know, something positive out of that. Kasi nga, we become successful, successful women. So, yeah, yun yung isang struggles ko growing up, um, building my own name, building my career. But I guess, yun nga, there is something positive out of it. Kasi I'm now here where I am. Pero maganda yung nasabi niya na isang hardships, especially for young trans women or trans people uh, trans people in general talaga ay yung talagang schools. I experienced the same thing na I went to a private Catholic school. Hala, confident. Ano talaga ng college at nag-high school. So I went to a private Catholic school. Ganun din. Kailangan. Ganito yung buhok mo. Kapag hindi, hindi pwede. And one of the things that I experienced was hindi ako matend ng graduation ko ng college. Kasi sinacrifice ko yung hair for that. Sabi ko, kasi ang requirement sa school is, pag umaaten ng graduation practices, kailangan may clean yung buhok mo. Kapag hindi ka naman naka-attend sa mga practices na yun, hindi ka maka-attend ng graduation mo. Sabi ko, you know what? F this. I'm gonna keep, ay, ay, kasi internship years na yun, so parang ano ka na, parang medyo free, free ka na kasi hindi ka na pumapasok araw-araw. So parang humahaba na yung buhok ko, napoponytail ko, sabi ko, shit, this is sad! So nung nalaman ko yun na gano'n na requirements for school, sabi ko, no, I think it's worth it na uh, to save my hair. So ito yung buhok ko, so I'm so proud of it. Hanggang ngayon, kinakabahan pa rin ako kapag ginugupit siya. Pero we went past through that. So, sabi ko na lang, sige, babawi na lang ako sa board exam. So, talagang more more aral. Ito din yung pressure sa atin na uh, kaya nakaka-proud as a trans woman na napakataas ng resiliency natin and the way we fight for this thing. So, sabi ko, sige, sa board exams na lang ako. Um, 
uh, babawe para sa oath taking nakagown ako tapos ang ginagana ng hair ko so yon ginalingan ko girl tapos sabi ko sige ito na siya tako pasala ako ko, at least nabawi ko yon kung ano yung nawala sa akin ng graduation only because I was a chance woman so nami ko na chika sige go miss um, Noriel um para sa akin kasi yung yung pagbalangkas natin sa usaping hardship ng trans woman marami eh marami maraming mga mga factors so i want to address the, um uh, i feel like a main contributing factors sa mga hardship natin as a trans woman i feel like our political culture kasi syempre ang kultura ng Pinoy, it comes from religious as well. Yung kultura mismo ng Pilipinas, para sa akin, if we won't be, if we won't have a transformation of our political culture in general, in a way that we will also, it will also affect the institutions and how the institutions also implement like standards like barriers. And ngayon, I see progress. Though, I'm not telling... It's hopeful to see to see progress. Halimbawa na lamang na sa Supreme Court nag-issue sila ng mga gender sensitivity yung in-encourage nila yung gender sensitivity mga use of pronouns. Okay, mga ganon. Mga gender neutral pronouns. Yun. So, para sa akin isang malaking factor yung yung contribution ng ating political culture sa mga kahirapan na dinadanas ng mga trans woman, medical man, um, legal man, socio-economic, mga, mga karanasan ng trans woman. So, ayon para sa akin. Yun. Uh, maganda din na highlight nga ako, ang nabanggit kong struggles ay parang haircut or sa specific specifically sa school nabanggit ni Miss Earn yung employment nabanggit same din kami na experience ni Miss Taffy pero again lahat ng yon ay naka-root sa system kasi the system doesn't work for us ayan to uh, finish us off go Miss Albian actually almost same na rin sa lahat may dadagdag lang ako mamaya siguro na um, hindi pa nababanggit pero um, gusto ko rin mag-particularize sa uh, uh, experience ko ano as a trans youth ano uh, nakakalungkot yung experience namin dati sa school namin na um, a lot of us are alam mo yun nag-encircle sa isang space sa corridor at ayaw pumasok sa klase dahil yung principal namin ay maglilista ng mga possible na mapaalis sa SHS dahil mahaba yung buhok namin dahil di kami sumunod sa haircut policy or hindi ibibigay yung aming requirements to graduate. Um, may mga repressive policies. Ano. And from there, nawawala ng gana yung mga trans uh, trans youth noon na pumasok na sa klase o mag-proceed sa college because they fear to experience the same repression. So parang nakakalungkot isipin na uh, at that very young age, tinatanggal tinatapisan tayo ng ating karapatan ng pangarap tinatapisan tayo ng karapatan na, natin na mabuhay and um, growing up ano we always hear that notion from people na ginusto mo yan you are experiencing those hardships because you chose that you chose that lifestyle but i would what i would always say to them is wouldn't affirm our identity kung gusto, we wouldn't affirm our identity just to face this 
this hardship, this struggle, um, kung hindi ito authentic, kung hindi ito natural. And us being natural, what we, also, we are also raising, what is actually unnatural, which are these systems of oppression that they are being, they are, they are putting again uh, on us. Um, these are our identities, our natural, but these systems are not are not natural. And thus, um, yung kailangang baguhin ay hindi kami, kundi ang mga sistemang ito. Um, um, these systems being man-made, being constructed by people, can also be deconstructed by people. So, um, malawak siya na aspect eh. It's very systemic, uh, the hardships that we are facing. It, uh, kung titignan natin yung, sorry, magiging educational ako dito, but if we will look at the superstructure of our society, there is politics, there is culture, and there is economy. So, economy also hits the hardships on our part as, as, um, as human resource, as workers in the workforce. Ano? Pero, Uh, before we can even get there, a lot of our community members at a very young age were already taken of that uh, of that chance to hope, to dream. So, iilan lang yung nakakatapos ng college at iilan lang yung makakapagtrabaho. Pero sa iilang nakakapagtrabaho, ay iilan lang din yung nakakapagstrive in a well um, manner in that workforce, because in that workplace, because even uh, that workplace is affected by our systems. And ayun, um, matagal kasi ayusin yung culture. Eh. Culture hits the education as well. Kaya importante na ma-educate yung ating mga, um, mga tao regarding sa identity and how valid it is to be a trans woman and how we should deserve uh, the same rights that they are experiencing now as privileges. Pero matagal kasi yan eh. Matagal yung culture, yung yung uh, economy na ayusin. Yung pinakamabilis na i-hit is yung politics. Pero now we let, let's look at the politics side. Yung politics at the very basic of it, yung rights natin para sa uh, SOGI SC ay hindi pa nga napapasa for for 21 years now, going 22. So nakakaloka, di ba? It's very systemic. So ayon uh, pero it it will start it will start talaga with the passing of SOGI SC of uh, the SOGI Equality Bill because that will hit, hit the institutions in the work uh, place in the work uh, in the economy and in the education in the culture as well and in the long run maapektuhan na yung mga institutions na yon masusustain na and that is also a work for us advocates to sustain um, the sort of pangil na there is in the in the law if ever na mapasa yung social equality bill and hopefully mapas nga and aside from that uh, systemic uh, issue that we are facing We also share a great intersectionality in this system. When we say intersectionality, meron tayong iba't ibang layers ng marginalization na nararanasan. Hindi lang tayo trans women, kundi tayo ay parte rin ng community ng LGBTQIA+. We experience the oppression of being an LGBTQIA+, of being a woman, of being a worker, of being a youth, of being a person of color. Ano pa? What more those in the far-flung areas, yung mga uh, yung mga um, farmers and so many more. Kung kung babalikan nga natin isang quote sa post na favorite kong show as well, sinabi doon na um, kung sa lahat ng marginalization na to, tayo yung nadudulo. 
lalo pa if we belong to the low, uh, lower margins of society katulad ng pagiging farmer ano yung mga yung mga kapatid nating trans people na mga magsasaka kaya um ayun malaking aspeto rin yung intersectionality sa hardships natin as trans people as trans women but i would also like to to share to everyone how powerful it is to have these intersections because as we would always say it trans women are always in the forefront of our struggle because they can denominate their plight our plight to not just our community but to multiple communities and and that's and in that sense we are very much unifying as a community and that manifests even up to the pre-Hispanic period where Babaylans, Catalonians are leading our battle cry to win against our colonizers and that manifests up to now. Thank you for that. Uh, ang ganda-ganda ng statement. Again, malaman and sobrang uh, daming important points na nabanggit ni Miss Albian. Pero sa lahat ng stories na we shared tonight, itong hardships na to as nabanggit din ni Miss Albian na intersectionality matters. To, na kailangan maintindihan natin din yung concept ng intersectionality. Maganda din na nabanggit ni Miss Albian na if we are able to break patriarchy, if we are able to stray away from heteronormative norms, if we are able to address the systematic questions that everybody is facing, we are young kids are able to dream. Young kids are able to enjoy their rights for education. And sobrang dami pa. So, lahat yun dapat ma-address systematically. And uh, sana, and I hope all of us, hindi lang tayong advocates, but our allies as well, do something about it. Uh, just to wrap up everything that we have discussed, at na pinaka last question, and then we'll identify kung sino na ang top three. Charas. Uh, for this question, what are your messages to people who think they might be transgender? I think um, it's already um, highlighted a while ago. You know, it just take time. You know, just wait for the right time to come out. Always remember to have the right people around you. But it's so important, mahalaga, na meron tayong safe space around us because I think that we need to prioritize ourselves when it comes to how people will see and treat us whenever we are going to come out as transgender individuals. So yun lang, I just want to make it simple. You know, if you are a transgender woman or a transgender man, don't be afraid to fully embrace that because ikaw yun eh. Yan ay nasa loob mo. And you have to live that life because that's the way you are. Hindi ka dapat magpapa-apekto sa kung ano yung sinasabi ng iba. At dapat mong isipin na yung happiness mo is yung true happiness, yung authentic na happiness will always come out when you have reached that moment that you are fulfilled of being you, that you are able to live the life that you always envisioned to be. So yun lang. Thank you. Well, yes, for my men, be afraid. Um, do not be afraid because we're here, especially to our young trans girls. You can always reach out to us. That's why my paganito tayo, my my pa podcast and live because uh, we want to give a message that 
um, it is okay to come out. It is okay to be yourself. Because look at us. Uh, we have trans uh, trans youth leaders. We have beauty queens. We have career career women that are trans. You can be trans and you can be successful. So do not be afraid to be who you are. And do not forget that you have trans actors that will guide you. Diba trans teacher na ba? Ate pala, grabe yung kita. What about mamamamahan ka na girl? Sorry lang kayo magtatanong ng mga hormone hormones. I'm sorry, go ahead. True. Ate muna, saka na yung tita pag mga ano na 40s. Charat. So yeah, so we are here. Do not be afraid to reach out to us and we will guide you. And if you need inspirational messages, then we'll give that to you. So yes, okay, thank you for that. Go, Ms. Nuriel. Ako yung mensahe ko para sa isang bata na nasa tingin niya siya ay isang transgender. Masasabi ko lang na tapangan mo, lumaban ka at huwag kang pabubuwag sa sistema ng lipunan. Kasi yung yung pagbukadkad mo, yung paglantad mo, pagladlad mo bilang is transgender. Ito ay remarkable. Okay. At kami na mga mo ay, ay buong yakap kang tatanggapin at re-respetuhin sa decision mo. Nandito kami nakaagapay sa'yo sa proseso ng iyong pagbukadkad bilang isang transgender woman. Thank you so much. Go, Ms. Alpian. First, I would tell that that person that it is okay to not be sure of yourself right now. It is okay to take your time to know yourself and to assess yourself what you need to do to know more of yourself and to affirm yourself. I know, kuna nakakatakot. It is out there to be in the open to to let people know of who you really are. But know that when you come out as a trans as a transgender person, you will instantly have a sort of army. A collective army of trans people fighting alongside you. I know it is intimidating. I know how it is intimidating to see our trans pioneers, our trans people out there who are, you know, really polished, who are really strong in their in their fields, in in persisting with their identity. But if there is one thing that I've learned as a trans youth in in Miss Trans Global that I would also like to share with you, it is that this community is welcome for all. I've seen how how beauty is in existent in our diversity, in our collective diversity. It exists in whatever form of bodies, in whatever um, form of face. Uh, of how we present ourselves, it is inclusive. And you certainly have a place here. You are welcome. We are waiting for you if ever you would, uh, you are, uh, you feel safe enough to come here with us to continue our struggle. Because also in your, in your um, visibility, you are not just doing yourself a favor, 
or those who came before you a favor, but those who will come after us. And you will not be doing it alone. You will be doing it along with a community that is so full of love. And also, I'd like to tell you that the community is really solid. Um, yeah, I guess I already said that. Is it is really solid, and um, it is always collectively fighting for one another. So we will not, not we will never feel alone in the duration of your existence as a trans woman. And do not be afraid because you know our gender identity it progresses as we know more of ourselves. So if you identify as a trans woman that and um, you still would like to know more of yourself, that is certainly okay. That is certainly valid. Yan, maraming salamat sa lahat ng messages nyo. And for the trans people who think they might be transgender, lahat sinabi nila na we are here. Um, we are here to accept you for who you are. Okay lang na matakot. Pero alalahanin mo na nandito kami at hindi ka nag-iisa. Ayun, again, maraming maraming salamat Miss Albian, Miss Noriel, Miss Taffy, Miss Earn. And ito na lang, uh, I'll give you the opportunity to uh, promote your organizations, promote your personal social media handles, whatever you wish to promote. So, yes, um... I'm actually joining Miss International Queen Philippines representing Mandawi City. So please follow and subscribe to Miss International Queen Philippines official page in YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. So you'll be updated of the different activities that we will be having. So on November 18 will be our preliminary show. This will be on Tagaytay, but I'm not sure if we'll be having live audience, but I'm pretty sure that it will be um on facebook so be updated and you can also follow me through my social media accounts steffi venice kabahog in instagram facebook and tiktok so you will be updated of my preparations for the pageant and of course don't forget to support my sister albian for miss trends Global, she will be representing our country, Philippines. I just wanna say that please support my sisters here, um, Miss Steffi for Miss International Queen Philippines, and Albian for Miss Trans Global 2021. I think that they really deserve our full support because they are such an empowered women. So, ako, wala akong medyong ganap. If you want to follow my social media, you can follow me at EarnBrian in Instagram and Facebook. Kung pa-follow niyo ako, expect niyo na lang na makikita yung mga ano lang, yung mga ganap ko sa live. So, maybe soon, you can see me in Miss Universe. Charot! So, yun lang. I hope everyone has a good day. Yeah, thank you! And hintayin ka din namin, follow ka namin, hintayin ka namin as a trans scientist. Period. Go, Miss Noriel. Ako naman, katulad na kay Earn, wala rin masyado sa buhay ko. So, bilang as a hardworking student. Wow! Gaya ni Miss Steffi as a hardworking So, idol ko siya. Malay nyo, maabangan nyo rin ako sa Miss International Queen Philippines. Tapos siya yung magpapas ng crown sa akin. Why not, right? So, ayun, laban lang tayo. So, ayun naman, if you want to follow me sa aking mga social media accounts at subaybay ng aking mga kaganapan sa buhay, you can follow me at Noriel G, both Twitter and Instagram. And 
ayun, supportahan natin si Miss Steffi. And mar- at maraming maraming salamat, Albien, sa pagrepresenta mo sa Pilipinas. Napakaganda at napakahusay mo sa pagrepresenta mo. At sana, huling mensahe lang, sana ngayong Transgender Awareness Month ay mas maging bukas ang inyong mga ang inyong mga arms mas tanggapin niya kami parang ganon parang mas nakalimutan kita galog <laughs> hindi mas maging bukas ang inyong pag-unawa sa mga karanasan namin bilang isang transgender woman dahil after all kami rin ay isang tao katulad niyo ay maraming salamat go miss alpian Congratulations. Cheka, <laughs> thank you. Kinlame na agad din. Anyways, um, my socials, my personal socials is at Albion Rivalda. You may follow me in IG, Twitter, and Facebook at Albion Rivalda. Nakalagay na siya sa name ko. Also, please support um, Miss Trans Global at Miss Trans Global and at Miss Trans Global Philippines for uh, future projects and events. And also, if you would like to partner for um, campaigns with regards to um, uh, academic uh campaigns uh, for SOGSC and for transgender awareness. You may also partner with us. Uh, you may contact at the PUPSKM in all socials. Ayon, thank you. Yon, muli, maraming maraming salamat sa inyong apat. This has been a very insightful discussion and I hope um, may mga natutunan yung audience natin and I'm sure they did and I hope they take it to heart and they be proactive with it. So again, Thank you so much, everyone. That's it for today's episode of The Pride Room. Be sure to follow our socials at transcend underscore ly so that you don't miss our next episode. If you have feedback or questions on today's episode, tweet us at transcend underscore ly or message us at our Facebook page at transcend by love yourself. We'd love to hear from you. Once again, This is Asia Castellano and see you in our next episode.